Club Sports. Everybody, this is Don LaGreca from the Michael K Show. When it comes to talking sports, Bob Walters and Brett Grasso are the authority. Can't wait. When it comes to talking sports, they're the authority. It's Bob Walters and Brett Grasso. It's Lock Up Sports, and it starts now. Bring them out, bring them out, hey. Bring them out, bring them out, hey. Bring them out, bring them out, hey. Bring them out. Here we go. Bob Walters from the Brian Gunzel Studios. This is Locked Up Sports, a big championship Sunday. Super Bowl 58 is set. The Chiefs do what the Chiefs do. They continue to win in the playoffs. And the Lions blow a huge lead to the 49ers. It's the 49ers and the Chiefs. The Knicks win another one tonight. They are red, red hot. All that more. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Bob Walters. We are powered as always. By Vouch Store. Vouch.store slash locked up sports is where you go and you get the products. And it's all stuff that we vouch for. Listen, just go go check it out, right? What's the worst that happens? You don't buy something? Check it out. I promise you're gonna like something. We got cocktails on there, we got coffee on there, there's all kinds of stuff on there. So go check that out. Uh by myself tonight. Brett is working overtime today, so no Brett. So you're gonna have to deal with just me. 40, 45 minutes, something like that. You could do it. Don't worry. You'll make it through. Uh, Monday is done. We're already on to Tuesday, basically, at work. So the the, the week is basically over, right? Yeah. <laughs> Championship Sunday, of course, is the top story. Of course, everybody's talking about the Lions and them blowing the lead. Everybody's talking about Patrick Mahomes. And listen, Patrick Mahomes is as good as it gets ever. He is now looking for legendary status. And the defense that Spagnola threw out there against the Ravens, against one of the higher, against the, the MVP, uh, Lamar Jackson, who really came up small in yesterday's game. It was, it, I was disappointed with his performance. I didn't think he played well at all. I don't think the, the Ravens set him up with a game plan that he could succeed with, but still he threw, he threw a terrible interception into triple coverage in the end zone and they fumbled the ball. Flowers fumbled the ball. At the goal line, again, listen, it's the same story always in postseason, in regular season. If it's a football game, if it's the NFL, turnovers. Turnovers will kill you. If you cannot hold on to the ball, if you turn the ball over, if you throw it to the other team, you're going to lose the game. And that's just the way it's always been. And that's something that does not change in football. It just doesn't. you got to protect that football. If you turn it over, you're going to lose. And that's what happened yesterday. Let's start with the early game, the Chiefs. And the, and the Ravens, the Ravens, of course, coming in, they were, they were the number one seed. Everybody had, they were a favorite for the second week in a row. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs had to go on the road and they had to deal with being an underdog. And I think they took it personally because they're the defending champs and they came out and listen, they played a good game. They played their game is what they did. The Chiefs played their game. You know what you're going to get from Andy Reid and give credit to Spagnola with that defense. He- he was blitzing Jackson the, the entire game. You had Kelsey who came up with a big game. Listen, we talked all year about how the Chiefs just Mahomes didn't have a receiver that he could trust really. They were they had a ton of drops. They had forty four drops. It was the most drops in the NFL. They kind of struggled. They just it kind of I said a bunch of times it, it felt like something was off with the Chiefs, right? But he just went to all reliable to Kelsey, and Kelsey had a Big game, 11 catches, 150-something yards. He scored a touchdown. He scored the first touchdown of the game. Listen, the Ravens did not play well from the jump, okay? They 
the the Chiefs got the ball. They went right down the field and scored right off the bat. And then Baltimore responded with a great throw by Lamar Jackson, which was his best play of the game. You know, I don't want to hear about the the pass that that he caught himself that he threw to himself, but which was you know okay, that's funny and all, but. The, the best play that Lamar Jackson had all day was on the, their first drive when he threw the deep ball on the money in stride touchdown to tie the game. And you thought, OK, now we're going to have a shootout. It's going to be one of these games, one of the games that may be like they played against the Bills a couple of years ago. And it's going to be a classic like we all expected. And then after that, the Ravens did nothing. They didn't run the ball. They listened. They, I thought they were going to use Cook a lot more. They, they didn't run the ball. They were the best running team in the NFL during the regular season, and they went out yesterday against a good opponent, and they just got away from what they're good at. They had to, they were throwing it, and Lamar Jackson was off all day. Okay, he was off the entire day. He got strip sacked. He got uh, picked off. He threw that pick in the end zone in the fourth quarter, which was just a terrible throw, a terrible read. I mean, he threw it right into triple coverage in the end zone, and this was following after they fumbled the ball at the goal line. So listen, the Chiefs win, and and I'm done. I'm done betting against and picking picking against the Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes is an all time top five quarterback, and he is now playing for immortal status in this Super Bowl because Patrick Mahomes is going to go. He's now played in uh, six straight AFC Championship games. He has played in. He's going to play in four Super Bowls in his first six seasons. Four Super Bowls in six seasons. I I mean. He's going for his third win. He's going for his third MVP. And, he, you know, the the question this, this postseason was, will he be able to do it on the road? It's different now. They're going to be underdogs. They're going to be on the road. And you know what? He's done it. But just he never has a bad game. Mahomes never has a bad game. He's played. He's only lost like one or two playoff games before the Super Bowl in his career. This year, he went on the road. He proved everybody wrong. They went into Baltimore where nobody thought that, the Ravens could get beat, and you know what? They beat them. And Steve Spagnola and that defense, I also told you that this is the best defense that Andy Reid has had. Now, Andy Reid, of course, he's an offensive coach. We all know that. He's a, he's a brilliant offensive mind. He's going to stroll into, into Canton when he decides to walk away, which might be this year, if, especially if he wins. I think this will probably be Andy Reid's last game if he wins. If he loses, I could see him maybe coming back, but I think either way, it's probably going to be Andy Reid's last game, right? I mean, there were whispers about him possibly retiring and everything. And I think if he can win this Super Bowl and get another Super Bowl and be one of the great coaches of all time, and this will be now officially a dynasty, the Chiefs, if they can win this Super Bowl. And, and in a in a time when we didn't think we were going to see dynasties in the NFL anymore, it's been parity for the longest time. The Chiefs, if they can win this, if they can beat San Francisco, they will be a dynasty, a third straight Super Bowl uh, appearance. They won last year. They're defending tight champions. They've lost now. They beat the Niners. It's a rematch. It's a Super Bowl rematch, which I'm not, you know, I'm not big on. I would have liked, I would have liked to seen Lions and Ravens, to be honest with you. But, you know, Lamar Jackson, he, he came up small and it takes nothing away from, from the season that he had because he's the MVP. He's going to be the MVP. He should be the MVP. But yesterday he did not play well, and that that's a big legacy game for him. Going up against Patrick Mahomes, he's trying to get into that top tier of of quarterbacks. You know, maybe a, the top four or five guys. And I don't think he's there because I don't think he throws the ball well. 
He, he just, yesterday was another example. He throws a good deep ball. Now he'll hit the guys that stride. He throws a very good deep ball. But as far as the, the things over the middle and his reads are not very good. And he, what he could do is he could use his legs and he could kind of get away and he could duck and he, and he, and he dodges people and he, and he's like a, you know, a joystick out there. He's like a video game. But when it comes to actually sitting in the pocket and throwing the ball, he, he makes mistakes. And he did that yesterday and it cost his team the game. Now, I, I don't think it was all Lamar Jackson. I told you, I think they had a bad game plan going in. They didn't, they, they got away from the run, which was their, their bread and butter all season. Their defense played well after the, after the first couple drives, the defense played well for Baltimore. They kept them in the game. Baltimore had chances. Okay. And they just, they didn't, they were off all game. That added on that on with stupid mistakes like the, the taunting penalty. They finally got a big play down the field in the early fourth quarter. The guy makes the catch, gets tackled, gets up and flip, you know, so spins the ball, stands over the, over the DB and taunts him. And it's 15 yards back the other way. That's a huge penalty. You finally worked so hard to get uh, back in the game to get a big play. You finally get one. First one since the first drive. And the guy stands over there like an idiot over the defender, taunting him, and he gets a 15-yard penalty going the other way. It's just stupid stuff. You can't do that in an AFC championship game. Then, of course, there was the play at the goal line. They were going in. Okay, they were going in. He was in the, He was inches from from breaking the plane with, with the ball. And, and a great defensive play. I'm not sure who did it, but the guy came right around diving, right on the ball with his hand. It came out. It was out. You know, it was out before he crossed the line. What are you going to do? It was recovered, but on when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's a touchdown. That's a touchdown. There's no way that, that, that he didn't break the plane. And I thought he was in, and I, here we go. Here's the game. Now we got a good game. And he, he fumbled it before the end zone. And even though it was a 17-10 final, it it really it was never in doubt, right? Did you ever get the feeling that, that the Chiefs were going to lose or that the Ravens were going to come back? Because I didn't. Maybe for a split second before you found out that the, the ball was punched loose before he broke the plane. But other than that, there was never really, it was never in doubt for me. I always, I felt like the Chiefs were dominating. They dominated the, the time of possession in the first half. He got sacked four times. They, they blew the chief, the Chiefs and Spagnola, Spagnola blitzed him 40, uh, 41% of his dropbacks. The Chiefs came, came after him. They brought, they brought the house. They brought, they brought pressure every time. And what they do, they put, they got him in that when he was under pressure, he made mistakes because their last gasp after the fumble, they even had another chance. And the last gasp, it was thrown and he threw that, that pick into the end zone in the back of the end zone into triple coverage. And, and you could tell as soon as he came off the field, as soon as he got shown the pictures on the iPad, he saw immediately and he, and he, and he knew he, he knew he messed up and he, and he couldn't believe it. But that was the kind of game he played and they played that, that way all, all day. And the Chiefs just, listen, the Chiefs are just a machine that just keeps winning. And this is an all-time team. And now they are playing for history. Because now they're going for their third Super Bowl. They're trying. Mahomes has been in four of six. They made six straight conference championship games. The only time they lost was to, you know, he lost to Brady in the Super Bowl. But I... Mahomes is an all-time great, and if you and I don't want to hear it now. For me, Peyton Manning is the best I've ever seen. That's my number one best guess, best quarterback Sunday to Sunday. 
I've ever seen. Peyton Manning, he's a, he's a field general out there. He runs the offense. He calls the plays. And he, he was just money. Now, I can't argue with you if you're going to tell me Brady because he's got this, you know, he, that's the Jordan argument. He's got all the wins. He's got the Super Bowls. He's, you know, seven Super Bowls. He's got six with Bill. He got the one without Bill. So I can't argue with you if you're going to say Brady, Manning. It, it's basically splitting hairs. But Patrick Mahomes is right there with them. And he when he's also, when it's all said and done, he's going to be right there. He might even be the best ever. That's where he's headed, and that's why this is a huge Super Bowl for him. And he's got Kelsey, who is you know, arguably, and, and it's not even becoming arguably anymore. It's starting to become definitive that he's the best tight end to ever play. I mean, he just passed Jerry Rice for most receptions in the playoffs in NFL history. Number one. Now, I know they play more games now. They play more rounds, and there's more teams and, and whatnot. But, hey, listen, anytime you pass Jerry Rice, right, you're doing something right. And he just continues, and that's what that's what Mahomes did. We told you he didn't have a receiver, he didn't trust anyone, so he just went right to his old reliable, right to, to Kelsey, the whole game, big, big game for Kelsey. And and you know what? The Chiefs just shut everybody up, including myself, because we were all saying they're missing something this year, there's something off. Mahomes has had this is Mahomes' worst year as a pro. And he's going to the Super Bowl. That's what we're talking about. We all said that there was something wrong with the Chiefs. They, 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 they're not the same team this year. Something's off. He doesn't have the receivers. They're dropping passes and they get to the playoffs and they roll right through. And now just when you, you know, you look the other way, you turn back and they are in the Super Bowl. So the Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl bound 58, Super Bowl 58. I can't believe it's Super Bowl 58 already, to be honest with you. I was saying 48 yesterday, <laughs> but it's, so it's Super Bowl 58. Give them credit. Andy Reid, an all-time coach. You're watching a dynasty here. You know, just when we said that there would never be another dynasty because of the parody and everything going on, here come the Chiefs, and they are a dynasty. It's a big Super Bowl for Andy Reid's legacy and Mahomes' legacy. Now, Mahomes is still early in his career. Andy Reid, if he can win this, he gets put up there with the top, top coaches of all time. He's a, he's a brilliant coach. He's already cemented his, his spot in Canton. Either way, win or lose. If he wants to be mentioned with the Jimmy Johnsons and the Chuck Knowles and the Landry and the, the Don Shulers and the Belichicks of the world, he's got to win this one. And it's gonna, it's not going to be easy because they're going up against the Niners team that, that is good. And we're going to get to that game in a second. And, and then you got to feel bad for the, for the Lions fans, right? I tried to get a Lions, one of the Lions, uh, podcasters guys on that runs one of the, their official podcast. I'm going to try and get him on later this week at some point. Cause I just, got, I got to talk to him. I got to find out like, what is it like in there? I mean, I've been there. It's like the Mets, you know, but, but I mean, they came so close and they had a good year. Listen, the Lions had a good year. You can't, they're going to look back on it and they're going to be always be disappointed because they blew it. They collapsed, but they had a good year and they, they, they're going to end up tre- treasuring this team that they had. But so the AFC Championship, 17-10, Chiefs win it, a, a, just a masterful defensive performance put together by Spagnola, the guy who beat the undefeated Patriots. Listen, he's a great defensive coordinator, too. We're going to take a quick break now, and we're going to come back on the other side, and we are going to talk about the NFC Championship game and what the Lions did and how they blew that lead and how San Francisco came back, and we're going to preview the Super Bowl. Also, we're going to talk about the Knicks. You're listening to Locked Up Sports. We'll be back right after this. 
Hey, this is Sarah Walters, wife of Locked Up Sports host Bob Walters. I love a good cocktail, but I'm certainly no mixologist. And these days, who has the time to go out and get the latest fancy craft cocktails? Luckily, there's a delicious solution that even I can make. It's called Camp Craft Cocktails. All I have to do is add my favorite spirit, put it in the refrigerator, and three days later, I have the perfectly infused, flavorful, refreshing cocktail. Campcraft cocktails have many varieties and go great with any type of spirit. These cocktails are perfect to serve at parties and make a great gift as well. To get your choice of Campcraft cocktails delivered right to your door, head on over to our partner Vouch at vouch.store slash locked up sports and pick up some of the individual jars or one of the many bundles available. Campcraft cocktails are just one of the many great items available at the locked up sports vouch store where everything is vouched for by the Locked Up Sports team. I wouldn't trust my husband's pick for the big game, but when it comes to cocktails, he knows what he's talking about. The Vouch website is vouch.store slash lockedupsports, or you can click the link to the Vouch store on the show's website, lockedupsports.net. Cheers. This is Bob Nightingale from USA Today. You're listening to Locked Up Sports. Yo, welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Walters, Locked Up Sports. Welcome back. Uh, presented by Vouch Store, powered by Vouch Store. So check us out, Pat, vouch.store slash Locked Up Sports, as you just heard there, my beautiful wife. Uh, so now the NFC game. The Chiefs, the Ravens with the early game. Then you settled in. You got the NFC championship. The Lions are heavy underdogs, right? You figure, ah, you know what? It's it's not if it rained. It was supposed to rain early in the week. They were talking about rain. Maybe Brock Purdy, who has trouble throwing the ball in the rain, would have some issues. Uh, it turned out to be a sunny day, and you thought the Lions were in trouble until the kickoff. And then four plays in, up 7 nothing. They went right down the field, stuck it right in the end zone, and it was 7 nothing Before you even blinked, it was 14 nothing. And you're like, whoa, the Lions got something here. The Lions have got something here. Goff was was throwing the ball good. They were running it down their throat. San Francisco could do nothing in the first half. The game was was as dominant as you could possibly have in favor of the Lions. I mean, Montgomery and Gibbs were running all over. Montgomery went down, scored the touchdown. He got two touchdowns in the game. They're up 24-7 at halftime. It's over. They're up 17 points. The line show no signs of slowing down. San Francisco can't do anything right. They can't get any sustained offense. And then the third quarter came. And it was just a complete and utter collapse. It was <laughs> 60 years since their last playoff win. I mean, it, it was just, it's been forever. It's been forever. And they had a lead and, and they came out in that second half and they just fell apart completely. And listen, everyone wants to get on the coach. Everyone wants to say he shouldn't have, have gone for it on those fourth downs. And I get it. And listen, there's, there's a difference between being aggressive and being stupid. And Campbell, Campbell was stupid on some of them. Okay. At the end of the first half, he elected on fourth and I think it was three or four. He elected to kick the field goal, which was the right decision. But if you're going to go for it, that's the time to go for it. You know, you're up 21 seven. You can put the game away at 28. So you go into the locker room 28 7. I don't think they're coming back. If they would have put that in the end zone there, they're not kind of, the Niners aren't coming back. Even with the collapse, they wouldn't have come back. He elects to kick the field goal, which is fine. 
90, 90% of the teams and the coaches out there in this league are going to kick the field goal in that situation. He did it. They made it 24 seven into, into the locker room. They come out for the third quarter. They are, they got to be flying high, right? They got to be feeling good 24 seven. We're, we're dominating this game physically. We're winning the line of scrimmage. We're, we're stopping them defensively. We're playing well. Purdy just doesn't seem to have it today. And then, like I said, it's like a switch just got flipped. And and the Lions helped flip the switch is the problem I have. And Dan Campbell going for it on fourth down twice in second. Now, it wasn't his fault because if he makes it, it's not completely his fault. Because if they make it and they get the first down on one of those two, we're saying gutsy call, great call, gutsy call. And this is the way they played all year. And this is the way he's coached since he's come to Detroit. So it was not unexpected. Now, the first one was bad because it, it was just dropped. I mean, he hit him right in the numbers. You couldn't have thrown the ball any better. The guy just dropped the ball. It would, you know, what are you going to do? And that one, the game was still kind of, you know, the things with the tide was starting to turn in San Francisco's favor. But the second one, you had a chance to tie the game down 27, 24, 732 left, fourth and three on the San Francisco 30 yard line. 47 yard field goal ties the game. All kickers in the NFL could make a 47 yard field goal. It's not, it's not a gimme, but it's probably a 65, 70% chance you're going to make it. And he decides to go for it, passes up the chance to tie the game. Goff rolls out right, throws a bad pass, not even close. And they turn it over and San Francisco takes it down the other way and scores a touchdown. And that's when the game was over. You get a chance to tie the game with a 47 yard field goal and at least get it even again. Get some of the momentum back. Stop it a little bit. And he decides to go for it. And you know what? He, that's how they played forever. That's how they played since he got there. They were going to live by that. They lived by that. They died by that yesterday. And, you know, what are you going to do? But I, me, I think it, it, there's time to be aggressive and there's a time and then there's aggressive and there's stupid. And th- that was not the right decision to go. The second one was not the right decision. The first one I could live with. I could live with the field goal at halftime at the end of the first half. But that second one, when you could have tied the game with a 47 yard field goal, I, I, I can't. That's inexcusable as far as I'm concerned. But listen, the game was over when it was tied, right? When it, as soon as as soon as San Francisco tied that game and they came all the way back and, and as soon as it was tied, you knew it was over. You knew the Lions didn't stand a chance because now all the momentum is you could just feel it. There was not a chance the Lions were winning that game once it got tied and you could feel it coming too. as they were coming back. You could you said to yourself, OK, if the line, if the if the Niners ever tie this thing, it's over. It's over. The crowd got back into it. I mean, you had that place was dead at halftime. The building was dead. They were shocked. You came out and scored 14 points right off the bat. Shocked. And listen, it was drops and it was fumbles and they did everything wrong. There were penalties. It just nothing. Nothing went right. And give Brock Purdy credit. Listen, I don't call him a game manager. He's not a, he's not a top, top quarterback in this league, but he is good enough. He's just on that second level. And for, for somebody who went dead last in the draft, you give him all the credit in the world because he is now in his two seasons, made it to the championship game and the Super Bowl. So I don't know what these people are saying, a game manager, this, that. Listen, he's, you can't even say that about him because you look foolish now and he makes you look foolish. He makes everybody that says it look foolish because all he does is win games. Is he a bit of a game manager? Yeah, he's not. He doesn't have a rocket arm. He's not a, a great dynamic with his legs, but he had some big runs yesterday. He had bigger runs than Lamar Jackson had. 
couple times. He slips out of the pocket. He ran a couple big runs. In that third quarter alone, he had some big runs. And like I said, the Lions, they got to be sick to their stomach today because as Dan Campbell said in the, in the post game, in the press conference, it, they might not get back to this point. This team is not going to, might not get back to it. Sometimes this is all you get. Sometimes it's used as a building block, but when it's a collapse like this and it's, it's a collapse of the such historic proportions, it was the third biggest comeback in the history of the champion championship game. And it, it was 17 points that I think the biggest was only 18 points. And that happened like once or twice. And, Everything went right for the, the, the Niners and everything went wrong for the Lions. I mean, we gave up 20, 27 unanswered points by the, by the San Francisco 49ers is just, you never, nobody saw it coming, right? None of us saw that coming. Campbell, like I said, he went two times and he kicked the field goal at the end of the half, which I'm okay with. I'm even okay with him going for it, but. But there's sometimes, like I said, there's a difference between being aggressive and being stupid. Because sometimes you just got to put the points on the board. And when that second time when he decided to go for it on fourth down, where Goff just you know got flushed out of the pocket to his right and threw a bad pass, at that point, it was slipping away. You needed to just settle things down. And kicking a field goal and tying the game would have settled things down. They've come all the way back. They've Now, like I said, you, you, the momentum, there was no momentum left with, with the lines. It was all in San Francisco side. Kicks a field goal would have been a forty-eight yarder. Kick it. Make the field goal. Forty-eight's not that long. Not for an NFL uh, kicker. They all make it. So and then and then at the end of the game, which is kind of you know it's not that big of a deal, but when they had all three timeouts and and the the announcers were talking about it, you got to stick this thing in the end zone. And you got to keep all three timeouts because if you don't, then you're relying on the onside kick. Because if you there's not enough time, if if you don't go into give them the ball back with three timeouts, you're not going to get it back. They could just take knees with it. And what they do, all they had to do was not throw it into the end zone three times. Try and get it in. If you don't get it in, at least the clock stops. They run it on first and goal, and he gets stuffed at the three yard line. It, it I mean, it just again the coaching. The coaching in these playoffs has just been atrocious. Besides Spagnola. And Andy Reid, yesterday in Baltimore, the coaching has been atrocious. And it was bad yesterday, too, on Dan Campbell. And it was bad for the Ravens. Their game plan was just way off. And and it cost these teams every time. Every time that these coaches screwed up in these playoffs, whether it be the uh, the Rams or the Bills or any of them, or yesterday even, it cost their team the game and it ended their season. It, <laughs> The coaching, like, what are these guys doing? Dan Campbell coaches like he's playing Madden. You know, like, I'm going to go for it. Fourth and 18 on my own 30-yard line. Let's go for it. Fake punt. That's what, I mean, come on. You're not playing Madden. It's the NFL. It's the playoffs. Sometimes I get being aggressive, but there's a difference between aggressive and stupid. And sometimes these coaches are just stupid. And it, it's ridiculous. And it's happened multiple times. Multiple times. So that sets us up for the Niners and the Chiefs. Super Bowl 58 is going to be in Vegas. It's two weeks from yesterday. It's going to be a good game. I Listen, I'm not, I told you I'm done. I'm done picking against Patrick Mahomes because he's one of the all-time greats. And I'm done picking against Andy Reid 
because he's one of the all-time greats. I'm going to pick him here. I don't know exactly what the line is. I'm guessing the Niners are probably a two and a half point favorite to open, but it, you know it'll change. We'll, we'll see what it is next week. You'll you'll get a better feel for it. You got two weeks now to listen. And for everybody that's bitching and moaning about oh Taylor's not going to hear for, about Taylor Swift for two weeks, come on. There's a storyline. There's a storyline like this that gets drilled into your head every Super Bowl, right? Everyone, they find one. And, and I don't know why people get all bent out of shape over them showing Taylor Swift. They, yeah, they, they pan the, the, the camera to her when Kelsey makes a catch or a play. Does that really bother you? Does that change the, your the way you watch the game? Like when you're sitting there, do you have to see Taylor Swift on your screen for three seconds after, after Kelsey makes a nice catch? Does that really bother you that much? Or do you just like to complain? Because that's what I think it is. Because how does that really bother you? You got you, for, Talk about first world problems. If my problem, the biggest problem on the weekend is that I saw too much Taylor Swift on the, on the game yesterday. First world problems. Nobody cares. Everybody's got a bitch and moan about it. It's really not that big of a deal. She's a huge star. So I don't know what the, and, and CBS has the Grammys coming up next week. So of course they were going to put her on. They'd be stupid not to. Plus it's bringing a whole new fan base into the NFL with all these young kids and all these girls that are watching just to see that. You're going to get an extra couple million viewers. You're going to show her. It is what it is. It's not that big of a deal. Stop complaining about it. Stop complaining about hearing about Taylor Swift for the next two weeks. Because you know what? She's a big enough star. She's going to clean up at the Grammys next week. You would have heard about her anyway. So it really doesn't change anything. You know? I'm I'm going to pick the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I, I'm not making an official pick till next week. But, you know, that, that that that's where I'm heading. Because I'm done picking against the Chiefs. I picked against them yesterday. I, I thought... The Ravens, that that this was their time. This was Lamar's year. This is where he made the step up to the top level of quarterback in the NFL, and he just couldn't do it. Came up short. And as always, Patrick Mahomes, who did not have a good year, did not have a a good receiving core, had uh, struggled on offense, dropped passes all over the place, came in, and he played a hell of a game. And I don't think Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, not not even to, to, to knock him here. Because I'm not knocking him. Because you can't knock him. He's, he's, he's a winner. He's not going into the Super Bowl and beating Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, who are playing for for destiny, for you know history's sake. They're going to try and be a dynasty. Andy Reid's trying to be one of the greatest coaches ever. Join that class. Mahomes is looking to join the Brady and Manning class. And I don't think Brock Purdy... And as good as that defense is and as good as they played and as clutch as McCaffrey is, I don't see them winning the game. I don't. I see a tight game. I think the Chiefs win by a touchdown is what I think. So that's your Super Bowl. That's your championship Sunday. The the season, the football season is now basically over because you got one game left. It's Super Bowl. Super Bowl is a different type of animal. It's not like sitting down on a Sunday and watching the game. You go to parties or you go to parties. I don't go to, I don't generally, generally, I don't like going to Super Bowl parties. I just like to watch the game because I feel like you miss the game when, you, when you're at the Super Bowl parties and you got everything going on and, you, and you're talking and you're drinking and you, you don't even, you know, you end up missing the game. So I, I generally like to just hang out at home, watch the Super Bowl and enjoy the game as a football game, as a football fan. So that's probably what I'll be doing. Now we're going to put together, uh, Super Bowl boxes, a locked up sports Super Bowl boxes. So we'll have that out. I will check out our social media, um, our Facebook page, Locked Up Sports Podcast, uh, 
Instagram, Locked Up Sports, Twitter, Locked Up Sports. We'll put it all over there. We're going to sell the boxes, uh, probably $10 a piece. Haven't figured out exactly what it's going to go, but we'll, we'll do that. We'll put that together this week, and we'll have it for you in the upcoming days. Uh, real quick, last uh, tonight, before we go, I wanted to mention the Knicks. The Knicks, listen, the Knicks again. The Knicks have won seven straight. They've won 13 of 15. They were up 40 points in the third quarter. They scored 44 points in the third quarter tonight against Charlotte. Now, Charlotte's not a great team by any stretch, but the Knicks, there was 10,000, there was maybe 15,000 people in the building, 10,000 Knicks fans. At some points, it was louder than the Garden. Brunson, 32 points. He's 17, 17 games now with 30 points or more. He's going to be named to the All-Star game. The Knicks are now a top team in this league. Finally, when did it happen? Right? The Knicks. If I would have told you five years ago that the Lions would be playing for a trip to the Super Bowl and the Knicks would be winning 13 of 15, seven straight, and and be uh, 13 and two in the month of January, you would have thought I was crazy. And here we are, 2024. The Knicks are going to be a top team. And now I think the Knicks can probably pass Cleveland and get into that and solidify that four spot and get home court in the first round. They're not a championship team yet. They're not. But they are definitely a team that can make a run to the Eastern Conference Finals. And before two weeks ago, I would have told you, the Rangers are going to the Finals. The the, the Knicks are are probably going to be out in the second round. The Rangers are are struggling mightily. Now, they got a big win the other night, but they, they can't be. They have not had a good month of January, and the Knicks have just been unstoppable in the month of January. 13 and 2 for the month. They've won 13 of 15. They've won seven in a row. They played a tomorrow night at the Garden, and it's going to be a, a, a raucous crowd because they are coming home. Jalen Brunson is just one of the top players in the, in the NBA right now. It's all it's all coming up Knicks for <laughs> right now, which is unbelievable, which is good because now after the Super Bowl, it's kind of the 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 lull in the sports calendar, right? You just got you're trying to get through February. You're trying to get to to March Madness and the tournament and the conference tournaments. And then you got pitchers and catchers because pitchers and catchers is a false, is a false start of spring, false start of baseball too. You'll see the, the, the statuses on, on Facebook and they'll be all over your news feed and all over Twitter. Baseball's back, pitchers and catchers. Baseball is not back when pitchers and catchers, pitchers and catchers report. It's still snowing up here. They don't have a game for a couple weeks. Those spring training games are awful. I, I can't get into that. That is not the start of baseball season. And you're going to see it, and it's going to be all over. Baseball's back. Baseball's not back when pitchers and catchers report. You still have another month and a half before baseball's back. Right now, after the Super Bowl, you just try and get to the NCAA tournament. Get to the NCAA tournament, and then that's spring. And then we made it, and then it's all all downhill, nice, easy roll into summer. So that's going to do it for us today. Remember, hit up Vouch Store. Check it out, vouch.store slash locked up sports. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube. On uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're on, we're on all of them. Look, here they are right there. We're running through them right now. So that's going to do it for me. Uh, we'll be back later in the week. We're going to supposedly have Mark Mancini back. Can't wait to talk to him. Haven't talked to him in a couple weeks. Got to get him back on a schedule here. So that does it for me. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, whichever, however you consume this, this show. Uh, don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe. Every little bit helps. I'm Bob Walters. We'll talk to you later in the week, everybody. See ya.
If you enjoy the show, make sure to let everyone know by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or on our website at LockedUpSports.net. Remember, you can also find us on your favorite social media site, on Twitter at LockedUpSports, on the gram at Locked underscore up underscore sports. Join our Facebook group, Locked Up Sports, or on TikTok at Locked Up Sports Show. Now you can catch all the latest from Locked Up Sports anytime. Thanks for listening.